episode 34, the Snapchat 101 show. This is part one. Today I introduce you to Ghostface Chilla, or more commonly known as Snapchat. You are listening to episode number 34 of Mike Murphy Unplugged. Learn, create, move forward. I am your host, Mike Murphy. I'm a one-man band. I'm a technology junkie. I love helping people figure things out. And I am really excited to be here with you today. The goal of Mike Murphy Unplugged, it's to help you learn what you need to know in order to create online content so you can move forward in business and in life. Episode 34 is part one of a two-part series on the social media phenomenon, Snapchat. Today is Snapchat 101. We discuss what is Snapchat, how do you use it, and how do you add new followers. In episode 35 will be part two, where I discuss how and why I'm using Snapchat and how it can help you as a podcaster and online business. But first, let's start the show as always with a question of the week from Ask Mike Anything. For those of you just tuning into the show for the first time, Ask Mike Anything. It's your chance to ask me what you want to know more about. Where are you struggling in your online business? Head on over to MikeMurphy.co. Leave me a question and I will answer it in a future episode. Today's Ask Mike Anything came from three different sources who all asked, what do you recommend for a good little video or vlogging camera? Well, since the last couple of shows were all about video, I thought that it was great that I received all three different inquiries this past week about recommendations for small video cameras. If you're not familiar with that term vlogging, it just simply means a video blog. Instead of writing like a normal blog, the video, the medium is video. This has become very popular on YouTube where people follow themselves around daily and tell the story of their lives, etc. A couple of my favorite bloggers, FYI, are Fun for Louie, Mr. Ben Brown, and YouTuber of the year, Casey Neistat. Vlogging can be an excellent way for brands to personalize their business through behind-the-scenes footage or there's many different ways of going about it. Okay, let's get back to the question at hand here. If I were to buy a camera for vlogging or video documentary work for my brand, I have two models that I would recommend for you today. Number one, the Canon G7X Mark II. This is Casey Neistat's small camera, and this goes for about 700 bucks. Very popular in the vlogging community. Vlogging camera number two, another very popular camera, is the Sony RX100 Mark IV. This goes for a little bit more. It's about 1000 bucks. And just an FYI, if you are buying a vlogging camera, do not forget your audio gear. Yes, you need good audio to vlog. And for that, I would definitely steer you towards something like the Rode Video Micro. Very small, 60 bucks, or something in the Video Mic series by Rode. Anything by Rode and you'll be fine. Okay, and this is a perfect segue since our topic today, Snapchat, is sort of like vlogging. Only Snapchat... Snapchat can only be used with a smartphone, so my camera recommendations will not work for Snapchat, but the Rode mics will, because you can have good audio in your Snapchats. Let's jump into episode number 34, the Snapchat 101. This is the overview. So you've likely heard about Snapchat. What is it? How do you use it? And how do you grow an audience? Here's some quick little facts first. Snapchat is a social media platform, okay? It is an image messaging application. That's how it was designed. Basically, it is like text messaging only using photos and videos. At its core, it is a communication tool. Snapchat was launched in 2001 by Stanford University students. 
The company is now valued around $20 billion. 7 billion videos are viewed per day on Snapchat. 7 billion per day. Facebook had 8 billion per day, just to put it in perspective. Snapchat is a big player in the social media world. Gary Vaynerchuk has been instrumental in promoting Snapchat to the entrepreneurial world and believes Snapchat is a social media media powerhouse here to stay. And a little side fact, the logo ghost is called Ghost Face Chilla, and Wu-Tang fans will get the reference. Tech alert. Last week at F8 Summit in Silicon Valley, Facebook made it very clear that they were putting a lot of investment in their Messenger app. Many think instant instant messaging communication is the future of customer service and communication in general. Apps such as WhatsApp in Europe and WeChat in China are huge. The trend is going much more personal. Enter Snapchat. This app appeared to be targeting preteens and teens. The user interface is confusing, even for those with technical chops, including myself. All the features are hidden. The navigation is done best by trial and error or watching a tutorial. And by the way, I will leave links in the show notes if you want to really go into some Snapchat tutorials that I thought were helpful. Okay, let's get into the basics of Snapchat, the 101. We are talking about instant messaging. So just picture text messaging if you are really not clear about what the core use of Snapchat is. How do you use Snapchat? Again, it's a mobile app experience for iOS or Android devices, not to be used on a computer. Every photo or video message you send is called a snap. You are chatting with snaps, hence Snapchat. Snaps can be one to 10 seconds long. There are hacks to make them longer, but we're keeping to the basics today. As soon as you read a snap, they disappear. Poof, gone. There is an uh, option to save individual snaps that you can go back to. And you can also take screenshots if you really wanna save a snap. The disappearing snaps is kind of a weird concept at first, but it is intended to simulate human conversation. When you speak to someone in person, do you record the conversations with friends or does it typically disappear what you say? Same concept with Snapchat. Make sense? The foundation of Snapchat is story. Every photo or video snap you create, you have the option to send as a private message or you can post it to what is known as your story. Your story is public. Everyone who follows you can see your story. You can also see everyone who is reading your story, which is kind of cool. This makes some people a little uncomfortable knowing that people know you are viewing their content, but it can also be a great way to see who is interested in your stuff. Snaps in a story only last for 24 hours. If I posted a snap today, a video or a photo at noon today, it will disappear at noon tomorrow. 24 hours, each snap. I know it's confusing, just stay with me. Stories, they're similar to vlogging or video blogs. Use stories to document you and your day-to-day activities or give a behind-the-scenes view of your business or your operations. Snapchatters are getting very, very creative with these stories and taking people on adventures. More in part two on how I'm using stories and how stories can benefit your brand and promote your podcast. So, I know it's kind of hard to do this audibly to listen to it, but a little brief recap here before I go on to some of the features of Snapchat. Snaps are 10-second clips that are either video or photo. 
You can send them to individuals as private messages or post them to a public story where each snap disappears after 24 hours. As soon as I read your snap, I have 10 seconds and then it disappears forever, unless I find it important to save it or take a screenshot. But for the most part, Snapchat keeps it clutter-free on purpose, so they disappear. Got it? Okay. Let's go on to creativity. The creative toolkit of Snapchat. Kind of the power of the Snapchat story is the creative tools it offers. They seem goofy and almost childish at first, but once you understand the value and the potential of adding your own flavor of creativity to snaps, a whole new perspective on Snapchat will open up for you. Again, I'm going to go into this in part two, but today is really just kind of the overview of it. Okay, so a brief explanation of the embellished tools that you will no doubt have a hard time finding because the user interface is downright bad and confusing, but some people think that this is on purpose. This is the uniqueness that makes Snapchat so special. I'm a big fan of being different, so I'll give Snapchat some love for not being like everyone else, but it is confusing. Okay, here are the embellished tools. Number one, drawing tools and text overlays. You can flex your artistic skills and draw on color, write quotes, or tips with the text tool. Lots of things you can do with those. Stickers. These are simply graphic icons and emoticons that give your story some context. Basically clip art that you can move around and scale in different sizes. Number three, filters. You can add stuff like Instagram effects, black and whites, or there's other overlays such as clock or a temperature just to add a little spice to your to your snaps. Number four, geofilters. This is a big deal, I think. Geofilters, they're custom graphics by location. So I'm in Naples, I can swipe left and find Naples graphics. If I go to Miami, I'm going to see a whole new set of geofilters. In big cities, you're going to see geofilters by neighborhoods or notable areas. Snapchat is also now selling custom geo filters for events and other branding opportunities. For example, if your photography studio was having an event or a gallery open, whatever, in town, you could make your own logo graphic and pay a really low price per hour to have everyone in attendance using and sharing your event. They will see your graphic when they're in that location. This is where the child play of the game starts to disappear a little bit. Okay. Lenses. These are fun and actually quite impressive and silly at the same time, but a lot of adds a lot of personality to the story. Lenses recognize the outline of your face and add funny graphics, like maybe a beard or a pair of Ben Franklin monocles or even crazy rainbow unicorn scenes. What I find quite amazing is these graphics are constantly being updated, and it seems like every time you open the app, there are new things to keep it fresh. And the last part of the whole overview... How do you add friends to Snapchat? Yet another confusing mystery for beginners, and I will do my best to explain this in audio form. There are basically four options that you're giving inside of the app to add friends. Number one, add by username. So if someone tells you your username, you can just type it in. My username is Mike Murphy BTS, as in behind the scenes. Mike Murphy BTS. Number two, add from address book. Snapchat will scour your address book on your phone and see who is a user and give you the app option to add. Number third way to add friends is by snap codes. Snap codes are the yellow and white graphics you might be seeing online. The yellow outline with a white ghost outline in the middle. You can also add your image inside the white so you might see that. Remember the QR codes that never really took off? Those things that look like barcodes that you could scan with your phone? Well, snap codes work similarly. 
you can either scan a code directly with your phone or take a photo or a screenshot of a snap code. It goes into your camera roll on your phone and Snapchat will basically go to your camera roll and look for snap codes that aren't already in your Snapchat address book, okay? And just an FYI, when you do take a snapshot, a screenshot of someone's snap code, that person is notified. Okay, and the fourth option, add nearby. This is kind of creepy, but cool. If you're hanging out in a coffee shop together and you discover that you're not friends with someone on Snapchat, no problem. You can magically add each other or anyone who is in close proximity to you just with your phones. And a big tip here, the big buzz on the internet lately is an app called Ghost Codes, which makes searching and finding people by interest, such as podcasting, to add to your Snapchat address book. Makes it a whole lot easier. Okay, so that's the Snapchat 101 version what it is, how to use it, and how to add people. To quickly recap, Snapchat is an instant messaging social media app that uses photos and videos as the main form of communication. Each message is called a snap. Snaps last for up to 10 seconds long. When you read a snap from someone, it disappears immediately unless you save it. A collection of snaps is what is called your story. And stories last for 24 hours. They keep regenerating. Snaps can be embellished with things like text, drawing tools, stickers, filters, lenses, and geo filters, which are graphics made for where you are geographically located. And finally, adding people. Add friends from your contact book by username, by snap code, or by a new friend sitting next to you at Starbucks. Conclusion. That's going to do it for part one of the Snapchat tutorial series. Remember, I will list some helpful resources in the show notes if you want to dig a little bit deeper. And trust me, when you first start using it, it is confusing. It's unintuitive, but it is not rocket science. Just ask any kid around you to help you. I need to give a shout out to 10-year-old Sophie, who has been my go-to instructor for all the secret tips and tricks. So thanks, Soph. And be on the lookout for part two. I discuss my strategy and experience using Snapchat and how I think it can benefit you as a podcaster and an online brand. And as always, I thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to this podcast. If you have questions for Ask Mike Anything, just head on over to MikeMurphy.co. Leave me a voicemail. Fill out the Ask Mike form. While you're there, be sure to sign up for the Mike's Mixtape newsletter that comes out every single Friday at 6 a.m. with each new episode. And of course, while we're on the subject, make sure you follow me on Snapchat. My username is MikeMurphyBTS, or you can check out MikeMurphy.co for my snap code. I thank you for joining me today. I hope you join my one-man band, and together we can learn, create, 